Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. Dominic, you know, when people ask me what have I been doing in the city, I say you need to talk to Dominic Carter, because you've been covering me for almost 30 years now. Nice to be with you, Dominic. I think you are really in a very, very high league, and I watch some of your competitors on, frankly, the national shows, and I say, why aren't you doing a national show? Because I really think your delivery and your questioning wow. and your brain power is really at the highest level, so that's good. This is Dominic Carter, everybody. Now, here's Dominic Carter on Talk Radio 77. WABC. And good morning, good morning, good morning. Dominic Carter here with you. Talk Radio 77 WABC. A number of stories on my mind this morning. One, you already know. You already know we're going to go through the latest on uh, Congressman George Santos, the uh, Nassau County GOP an entire group of elected officials coming together to call for Santos to go now that he is refusing. And you you knew this was coming, folks. You knew this was coming now that he's uh, refusing to resign. And uh, Speaker McCarthy is giving him cover because McCarthy needs his vote. Still in a house where he has only a four-seat advantage. Up next, and this is a common-sense approach, New York can continue to enforce a new state law that bans guns from sensitive places such as schools, playgrounds, and Times Square. I support that. And and this can continue while the legal process plays out. The uh, Supreme Court ruled a few hours ago yesterday. But here is what I want to engage in a conversation with you to begin with. Have you seen the video? Have you seen the horrible video? Gallery owner in San Francisco soaks a homeless woman, soaks a homeless woman with a water hose, a garden hose. And the video, the video of this has gone viral it's gone viral but i i ask you folks and and i really want to have a conversation about this what happens what happens when as a business owner you have begged the police to do something about this um homeless woman in front of your in front of your uh, shop. And authorities say there is nothing they can do. What happens when this homeless woman is scaring away your high-end customers that are paying to keep your shop open And for that matter, they're paying your mortgage. They're paying for your kids to go to college. They're paying for your entire household. This is a much bigger, broader issue. This is what happens when government fails to deal with a problem. In this case, the issue of the homeless. So some are referring to the owner of this um, gallery as a vigilante and say that he must be prosecuted for assault unless the city condones what he did 
and wants to see similar actions. I, I admit the video is horrible. And it shows the uh, the gallery owner matter-of-factly spraying the woman identified as Cora as she screams. And if you pay attention to the audio, Cora is clearly mentally ill. And, and, and let's be honest about that. Cora could be someone in my family. Cora could be someone related to you. And so we see on the video, and again, this is in San Francisco. He yells, the, the store owner, he yells, are you going to move? And then he apparently snaps and says, move, and then sprays the water from the hose, and she starts screaming. I'm going to let you hear what he has to say, because he makes a very compelling case. But first, but first, I want you to hear, it's a little hard to to understand, but how this got underway. So the gallery owner clearly says to woman, to the woman, move, move, move. Are you going to move? She does not move. She's clearly mentally ill. Again, the video is horrible. You wouldn't want to see that happen to anyone. But the uh, gallery, uh, art gallery owner, uh, uh, Collier Gwynn, uh, spoke to the CBS uh, affiliate in San Francisco. And sometimes there's more to something that meets the eye. This man has tried repeatedly to help this woman. He's helped other homeless people. I want you to listen to him in his own words, defending himself and explaining his actions for why he did what he actually did do. So I said she needs psychiatric help. You can tell. She's pulling her hair She's screaming. She's talking in tongues. You can't understand anything she says. She's throwing food everywhere. Collier said on Monday he'd had enough. I've been down here 40 years. I've seen tons of homeless people. We've helped the ones that we could, and I have not had any issues with people. But in this case, I was very upset that the city could not help. He said police and city workers told him they could not forcibly move the woman. I just snapped. I was watering and around her, and I just snapped when she went off in her belligerent, you know, tongues and stuff. And I just snapped and I pulled the hose up higher and I sprayed her. And when I look at myself on the film, I can't even believe that that's me. But I didn't know what else to do. It was getting so frustrating. So frustrating. You just heard the man say it out of his uh, own mouth. So frustrating. And again, uh, I, I, the, the, there is no defense of the video. Uh, I recommend that you take a look at the video. You see a defenseless, homeless woman who's literally muttering to herself in a, in a manner that is not coherent. And he asked her, the gallery owner, to move, move, move. Are you going to move? She clearly uh, appears uh, that she's not capable to understand his command or his wish. And then he sprays her with the, uh, with the water. And uh, now he's under fire. But my point is, and I am not, I am not excusing his actions away, but my point is, There has to be some point when we stop and realize this is a serious problem and that government must deal with it, the issue of the homeless and the mentally ill. What happens when you keep calling the police and the police tell you there's nothing that they can do? What happens when you own a business and you have got to deliver for your family? 
and this homeless woman is scaring away your customers in front of your store. What happens in that type of situation? Unfortunately, this is what happens. And it could very well come to New York City. It could. And government is dropping the ball, and something has to give. Let's go to uh, Zach in Brooklyn. Good morning, Zach. What's on your mind? Good morning. Nice to speak with you. Good morning. Um, I just I wanted to say that, you know, I feel what's happening. What, firstly, it actually did happen in New York City already. Right across the street from me, um, there's a house, and there's a lady who's also homeless and doesn't seem to be mentally stable. She And she's a bit of a hoarder. Like She'll go around. Everybody in the area of the block, they know her. She goes around collecting all sorts of random things from the garbage, uh, you know, tires, uh, anything. And she decided to move in. The, the landlord across the street, he had a vacant uh, basement. She decided to move in. And despite, you know, him asking, telling her and asking her several times to get out, and when he tried calling the, the cops, and the cops said, that, oh, there's a, you know, there's a way to do it. And he tried, whatever. They weren't able to get her out. So he, unfortunately, he decided to take the, he take matters into his own hands. So he, you know, he got a locksmith or whatever, and he emptied out. He paid some people to empty all the stuff out of the basement. And when the cops came, you know, they, they were going and telling him that, unfortunately, he couldn't do that. And he had to then pay these guys to put all this stuff back in. And she was entitled. She she technically. No, it, it, it's not exactly that she's entitled. It's called an illegal eviction. Even if the person does not uh, own the property, I believe it's 60 days or 30 days. If they have been on the premises for 30 days, you've got to go to court and evict them. I don't agree with it, but that's the law. That That is the law. And so. And that, that's why sometimes people will stay with you and then make sure they get mail there for 30 days because at that point you cannot make them leave. And if you do make them leave uh, by changing the locks or something along with that, it is considered an illegal eviction, period. And so, Zach, I, I do uh, I do thank you for the call. Thank you very much. Let's go to Larry in Brooklyn, good morning, Larry. What's on your mind? Okay, you know, this is okay. This is a crisis. Your first mistake, Dominic. You made two mistakes. First of all, you seem to you seem to take sides with the woman immediately. And you say there's no okay. dissent. Okay, wait, 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 Larry, Larry, Larry. Why? Yeah. Why is? Please tell me why is that? First of all, if you really must know, I'm siding with the business owner. But why is it a mistake to show some some compassion for another human being that is down on her luck terribly? Why is that a mistake? No, you didn't just show some compassion. You said there's no defense for what he did. Larry, why is that a mistake? Because there is a defense for what he did, and I'm I'm about to tell you what there is. Please tell me, because I really want to hear this, Larry. Okay, first first of all— you're, I was going to say you're you're assuming that the, that the government is telling the truth that they can't do anything. That is not true. That there's places to sit and there's places not to sit. You're not allowed to obstruct somebody's private property or place of business. There's plenty of public places where the homeless can sit where they're not interfering with private operations. Larry, apparently, apparently this woman, um, they've taken her to the shelter and she comes right back and she's not in the doorstep of the business. She's almost on the on the curb. Uh, so, so she's not technically in front of your business, even though she is. I want to hear what did I make a mistake about? Well, you assume that the government was telling the truth. Now, I don't believe the government was telling the truth. I believe this is a policy. A policy means that they don't want to enforce the law. We see that in New York all the time. The government decides they don't want to enforce the law. That's a policy. Okay. Now that okay, Larry, burden- Larry, wait, wait. Let, let me ask you a question because in a minute, I'm, and I didn't interrupt you. That's the whole point. 
in a, in a minute, I'm going to bring you and David on. Uh, David is standing by in the Bronx. My, I'm going to let you finish. But whether it's a policy, whether or not officials are, are lying to the store owner, what does it really matter if you're a business owner and you're stuck and you've got this homeless woman in front of your business and you can't get rid of her? What does it matter as far as the distinction that's coming from government? Well, if, if the government is not, is lying, that means they're not willing to protect the the the, the hardworking citizens, the lawful citizens. That means that automatically puts the burden of uh, on you to protect your self help. It automatically means you got to engage in self help and hope no. that the government also no. will abstain from arresting you. If that, you, if you so, do that. so, so you're saying that he should be? Uh, do you realize what you're saying right now, Larry? You're, you're stating yeah. that the man should be a vigilante. That's what you're stating. Do you realize I'm what you're stating? Only, well, let me just say this. I'm not the only one that said that. Earlier tonight, Bill O'Reilly, he was talking to Greg Kelly, and he said one of the options of the police is um, is to terrorize the homeless people into moving. In other words, okay. if they I, can't I arrest it. them. I got it. Yeah. I got it. I, I heard that. Larry, just hold on one second. David in the Bronx, there are other callers like Charlie in Hell's Kitchen, that say the guy was right to spray her, but David does not agree with that. David, you're on live with Larry. Give give me how you see this. Okay, first of all, for those of your callers and listeners who don't know this, I spent three years in a New York City homeless shelter as a totally blind person, so I know of what I'm speaking of. This is not an issue of homelessness or mental illness, really. It's an issue of people being inhumane to their fellow human beings. When I hear people cheering on what this guy did, which was despicable. Okay, but wait, I wait, wait, hear... David, wait, wait. Yeah. The, the same way, the same way I interrupted Larry. No, I that's ha- fine. Wait, wait, I have to interrupt you. So what it sounds like to me is you're giving me a rose-colored uh, liberal take on this. The bottom. Have you ever run a business, David? No, I've worked for business. Ah, so see, so, so, so see, so see that explains it. You've never had to. I'm just asking. Have you ever had to make a payroll? No, of course not. Okay, well, I don't. I don't know if you've if you've been a businessman or not, David. But the bottom line is, what I'm trying to say is, what I'm trying to explain to you is that the bottom line is when you've got to cover the bills. And, and you're a business owner, and you've got a staff of 10 people that they each have families, and they're waiting for their paycheck, and, and you, you you can barely uh, make it to begin with, and now you've got a distraction in front of your business? I mean, are you willing to at least consider the owner's point of view? Listen, I understand his point of view. Like I said, I've worked in businesses where we had homeless people park in front of our place. No, that's, but that's not that. what I'm talking about right okay. now. What I'm talking about, David, is the responsibility, the financial responsibility of a business owner. Take homeless out of it. Oh. I'm talking about a business owner that's got to pay his kids' tuitions, that, uh, that's got to pay his mortgage, that's got to keep his business afloat. Okay, That's Dominic, what I'm talking listen. about. All right, listen, but what you're saying is that excuses almost any type of behavior. Did I say why that? Did I, did I say that, David? Did I say that? Did I say it excuses no, you his you behavior? Say it. You're implying it, Dominic. Listen. No, I'm not implying it. I'm I do trying not to... advocate. Go ahead. Go ahead. Listen, this is the important thing to remember, okay? you Like you said, and I haven't seen the video for obvious reasons. I'm going by your description of what happened, okay? This should not be allowed. I, I don't care what his position is. And I'll tell you exactly why. No human being deserves to be treated okay. worse than a dog. So, so David, so David, dog, wait, David, David, so that man should go, he should just let the homeless woman stay there and lose his business. No, of course not. The city of San Francisco has a responsibility. But they're not man. acting on He's, it. But they're not acting right, on listen, it. Listen, that's, that's the important issue, just like what we're dealing with right now in New York City. There needs to be something done about these mentally ill people. This is someone who clearly needs to be in either a mental hospital or some type of supportive housing situation, but they don't want to spend the money on that. Okay? Right. It's easier because people, let's be honest, most people just get along to get along. They don't complain. They put up with this stuff. I put, have put up with this type of stuff. Okay? Well, but, 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 you, haven't, but you haven't put up with it if you haven't been a business owner. 
in this right, from the scenario that I. Oh wait, wait, just, just hold on one second, David. I'm going to come right back to you, Larry. You just heard what uh, David had to say. What What do you think? Well, he said, "I don't, I don't believe." Look, let me put it this way: he didn't, he didn't take a billy club and strike her. He didn't kick her with his foot. He used water. Come, you know, come water on, is, Larry. Is, is come not, on, Larry. Harmless. Larry, come on, man. What if that was your mother? <laughs> Listen to me. Listen to me. We, you, we, we, we're starting to be be so uh, be, be so like uh, uh, oversensitive. Larry, about uh, wait. Are, are you serious? Are you serious right now? Wait a minute. Larry, We're talking about water here. Larry, water doesn't oh my God. your people. Larry, okay, Larry. I, 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 hey, listen. I appreciate water the balloons. Fact, I appreciate that it, it wasn't a water balloon. I appreciate the fact that you're being honest with me, Larry, in terms of how you see this. But I have another caller, uh, Charlie. Uh, thank you for the call, Larry, who says that the guy was right to spray her. Now, Charlie, you're on live now with David. I want to hear. Why do you feel that was the right thing? Because the guy had no other recourse. The government is not performing its function. I, I believe this is a Marxist plot or conspiracy just to tear society down. And what is happening is this business owner has no other recourse. He's calling the police. The police admit they're handcuffed. Their hands are tied. They can't do anything. What is the business owner supposed to do? As you said, he... He has a family to support. He has employees. They have families to support. He's got to keep the business going. The business is a going concern, and he can't let this poor mentally ill homeless woman, you know, destroy his business and ruin his business. He asked her to move. He told her to move. She wouldn't move. She wouldn't comply, and he just he just he sprayed water on the garden hose. Now I'm I'm I know that looks bad. I haven't seen the video. I'm sure it looks bad. David can't see the video, I, and I understand that. But it, 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 what recourse do people have left to do? And, and, I mean, he didn't throw gasoline on her, and he didn't toss a match on her. I mean, we can be thankful for that. But, I mean, people are getting sick and tired and fed up with this government not holding up its responsibility, and it's making regular people, normal people, less sympathetic to the plight of the homeless. And I'd like to hear David's response. Okay, and David is uh, here. Go right ahead, David. Yeah, listen, I understand people are frustrated, okay? Before I ended up – and the thing is, you never know what happened to a person. I didn't expect to end up in the street, and I never slept on the street. I went to a shelter immediately because as a blind person, I knew it was very dangerous for me to be out there. Plus, it was in the middle of winter. But it is it is not fair to people who are mentally ill. It's not – oh, David, David, I, I, this morning, you're in the same category as Larry. It's not fair. What I mean, <laughs> this Listen, business owner. Wait, wait, wait. I'm, wait, I'm, wait, I'm, I'm going to let you finish, David. But okay. this business owner probably has a million two in debt on his head, and you're telling me what's not fair when a homeless woman is just. And I mean, it, it wasn't even. This was clearly a severely. Uh, disturbed. She was just talk, like he said, talking in tongues. That's what it sounded like. She was just muttering to herself, and she would leave and come back. David, if you owned that art gallery, would you just continue to stand there and and let her affect your business? No, I would be constantly out there, probably harassing her, telling her to move like this guy did. What I wouldn't do is spray her with water. Okay, because listen. I'm not in my homeless situation, but I was hit by a, a water balloon coming out of the subway a couple of years ago. Being hit by water uh, is not something that's pleasant, especially when you're not expecting it. And it is, assault, it is assault to do that to someone. I'm not justifying what he did. But the thing is, and you said this, Dominic, the woman had no control over herself because she's mentally ill. And you understand this because of your mother. And I understand it because of my mother who was mentally ill. These people are not responsible for their condition, and it's up to all of us, private sector and the government, to do something about this because it's what I was trying to say. It's unfair to these people that they are left in this condition to fend for themselves. We have a responsibility, and I know as a Republican you won't agree with this, but we have a responsibility to those who are not able to do for themselves because they will literally be on our doorstep if we don't. 
and I, I and I'm listen. You listen. It's because of my personal experience that I I understand what this, what this is. Right, and because, and that, and that's why I'm saying to you, David. Perhaps if you were a business owner at one point in your life you would not just look at it from the aspect of the homeless woman. But I thank you for the call. Charlie, you, you have the uh, the final say on this, and then I'm going to Audrey in uh, Brooklyn. Go right ahead, Charlie. Yes, no, I, w- I wanted to say that, and and according to the video, uh, many people will see this through the prism of race, and it's not a racial issue at all. I haven't, Charlie, I haven't even gone there yet. I haven't even I haven't even mentioned that yet. I was but you tr- I know was other trying. Will. Yes, I was trying not to deal with that with that part of it. But but this, but, 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 but Charlie, but but we have to look at. Remember, there is a history in our great country. Make no mistake about it. This is the greatest country on earth. There is a history of police officials back in the sixties and fifties using uh, fire hoses on African Americans. And, eyes on and, the prize. Eyes on the prize. The civil rights video film. Yes, very good. and so. so you have this this uh, white uh, art gallery owner, and he is frustrated because he can't get this woman away from her business. And you have this frail African American woman sitting there on the sidewalk, uh, muttering to herself. The optics look horrible. Go ahead, Charlie. Right. No, I was going to say you did not mention race. You didn't bring race into it. I only brought race into it in the video. I, I simply surmised this. Simply, I haven't seen the video yet. But you know, other people will. You know, there are other people who, and some of them call your show that they have race on their mind all the time. They're either racial racketeers or race hustlers or whatever their mental illness du jour might be that day. But they see everything through the prism race. And I think that's what's going to destroy this country. I think that's going to take this country down if, if, if we don't solve this problem. I, I really do. And I thank you for taking my call. And uh, thank you, Charlie, calling this morning from Hell's Kitchen. I've got to take a break in a, a minute or two, but let's go to, and we're going to get to some of the other issues, but let's go to Robbie. Robbie in Jersey City, good morning. And you're on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Good morning, Dominic. Um, I'm taking on side with the business owner for the reason that I worked in New York City many years ago. I worked for a ticket broker. I had to deliver tickets to everybody. And sometimes you don't know if these people that have this illness, if they get, you know, if they get within your face, that's a legal distance to protect yourself within arm's reach. They could have AIDS. They could have whatever. They used to spit on no, people. No, no, I, I got, I got you, Robbie. But, but. But she she was no way. This woman was not going to harm anyone. She she's about she's about eight feet away or at least four feet away from him, and she's on the floor just muttering to herself. Well, all he could do was call the ambulance at that t- at that moment because, uh, which he says he has in the past. Yeah, that you don't know that person's reaction. That's the problem. That the person who doesn't have these problems. I can't understand what's going on. I don't know if they're being belligerent or if they're just having a spasm. But uh, you have to be protective. You have to, like you mentioned, the man has a, a mortgage, whatever else he's got going. And it, it also sets a tone for other ones. You know, you want to set yes. a tone for other business owners. That way we can all stand together. I wish the best for these people because it's got to be nuts to, you know, I don't mean that in the wrong way. You know, it's got to be crazy to try to uh, speak to someone. But uh, I remember back in the city, things were used to get tough. I'll tell you real quick. You would get inside a subway car and the car would smell so bad from body odor. I, Robbie, Robbie, let, let, me, let, me, let me just tell you this, Robbie. So, um, and I don't, I don't know how long this is going to last, but, um, I I have been uh, what I call experimenting with the subway, riding the subway. And uh, the other day I got into the subway. It's funny that you bring this up. And it was the worst experience of my life. Two homeless men were at the end. They were babbling. Uh, They weren't talking to each other, but they were just talking. And the smell, it smelled like, like, each of them had defecated on themselves and it was so bad. All I could do and everyone else in the car was cover our nose with our clothing. That's how bad it was. 
hold your breath and wait for another train. And uh, my thought with God's blessings is maybe some of the wealthy people can get together. And maybe it's been brought up before. Buy a building. Try to straighten these people out. Give them a room with uh, running water or shower. And say, listen, this is going to be your home now. But but this woman, hey, Robbie, I appreciate the call. I've got to uh, take a break. Um, We see all the calls coming in on this, on Santos, on uh, guns and um, and, uh, public locations and so on. We have got to take a break. We're going to come right back. We're going to go to Audrey in Brooklyn. We're going to go to Nevada. We're going to go to Boston, upstate New York, Yonkers, and New Hampshire. Coming up at 45 minutes past the hour, our Carter Care segment, and Frank Morano and the other side of midnight at the top of the hour. We'll be right back. Talk Radio 77, WABC. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt. Causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L. On Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024. This morning in terms of the issues, what we are discussing, the gallery owner, the art gallery owner, the upscale art gallery owner in San Francisco had had it. The city wouldn't do anything about a homeless woman in in near his gallery. City wouldn't do anything. The police wouldn't do anything. The police told them their hands were tied. He had tried to help the woman repeatedly. And he lost his cool, asked her if she was going to move. She was standing there on the floor muttering to herself. And he lost his cool and opened up the water holes on her. And you see, you see, this man spraying a defenseless woman who clearly is uh, mentally ill. And so it's important because I'm about to bring in Audrey and also Tom. Tom is in Boston. Audrey's in Brooklyn. I want you to hear one more time. The owner of the art gallery appearing on CBS um, in San Francisco, explaining how this happened. So I said, she needs psychiatric help. You can tell she's pulling her hair She's screaming. She's talking in tongues. You can't understand anything she says. She's throwing food everywhere. Collier said on Monday he'd had enough. I've been down here 40 years. I've seen tons of homeless people. We've helped the ones that we could, and I have not had any issues with people. But in this case, I was very upset that the city could not help. He said police and city workers told him they could not forcibly move the woman. I just snapped. I was watering and around her, and I just snapped when she went off in her belligerent, you know, tongues and stuff. And I just snapped and I pulled the hose up higher and I sprayed her. And when I look at myself on the film, I can't even believe that that's me. But I didn't know what else to do. It was getting so frustrating. You you can hear his frustration and then when you look at the video it's it's horrible it's it's horrible so uh let's i see one of the calls ed from staten island and clearly ed doesn't have his facts right he says i didn't complain when the cops got sprayed obviously you don't listen to this program ed because if you did you would know that i was one of the few people that was out there saying that it was horrible and the precedent that it was setting when those uh police officers were doused with water so ed ed let me go to ed first before we go to to audrey and uh tom ed i don't understand what what you're saying here 
if I got my facts wrong, I, I, I you owe you a sincere apology. You definitely got your facts wrong. All right, well, then I owe you an apology. Okay, but yes, I just for the record, Ed, uh, I, I because I realized what was going on. It wasn't cute when those officers were. I just, Ed, I do want to ask you this. Why do people make assumptions? Why, why do you think that I didn't speak out about that? I don't know. I mean, I haven't been listening for you for years. I'm okay. a new, new listener. Okay, well, that explains it. That, that yeah. explains it then. Okay, Ed, well, thank you for the call. So now let's go to Audrey in Brooklyn and also Tom in Boston. Let's start with Tom first. Uh, both of you are on live. Tom, go right ahead. How are you doing? Uh, you know, this poor woman would have been taken away in handcuffs and maybe beaten and brought to a homeless shelter if she was on the sidewalk in front of a politician's house, the mayor's house. Say she was in front of the mayor's house and, and talking like that. He, the police would have taken her away in a, in a New York second. Well, uh, I don't know if she would have been beaten, but I do agree with you that, yeah. if, that if she was in front of Gracie Mansion. Uh, in New York City, that would have lasted a New York minute. She would have been gone, completely yeah. gone. Audrey, yeah. uh, stay with me for a second, Tom. What's Audrey? What's your take on this? What's bothering me, Dom Dominic? Um, um, good morning. Good morning. Um, the fact that he said that he allowed her at certain point to sleep, you know, in, in his um, uh, walkway or whatever in front of his store, and then all of a sudden he snapped. Um, it, it snapped. No, it, it's just. Why would you do something like that when you know this woman has a problem? Okay, if you Audrey, help okay her, wait, 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 Audrey. Have you ever owned a business? My dad did. Yes. Your dad did. Okay. And, and how, he, did hire, he hired one of the youth that was just sitting around. And he had people call him a street bum, but he gave him something to do. Okay. And see, an art gallery is not essential. I worked at Sotheby's on Madison Avenue. If that was such a, a big-time um, gallery, first of all, she wouldn't be there. So I haven't been to that gallery, but what he did was wrong. And the water hose, one of your callers said that um, what I'm going to say right now is a mentally ill thing. But it reminded me of what happened in the 60s. I grew up during that time, and I saw the water hose, and that was just wrong. Okay. And I didn't know she was black. Okay. I well, I, I, I intentionally did not point out that he's white and she's black. Because then once I do that, then it's an hour-long discussion on race relations. And I get tired of discussing race, to be frank and honest with you, Audrey. But but let me let me ask you this question. So so your dad, right? He owned a business. What what is a business owner to do when you've tried to help this individual? You let her sleep in your area, but it continues, continues. They take her away. She comes back. They take her away. She comes back, and she's hurting your business and. And she st- because Audrey, the, the the fact of the matter is, at an upscale gallery, no one's gonna walk in when when there's a homeless woman uh standing near the business, muttering to herself, looking awful. So, what is a business owner to do, Audrey? Well, first of all, I don't. If he really wanted to help her, he would not have allowed her to sleep in the doorway. Number one, something else could have been done. Like That's what? what I feel. Like, like he what? Did it. Like but what? Like you what? You reach out and try to offer something. Audrey, please know. do me a favor. Do me a favor. Look at the video, yes. and, and you'll okay. You did. You'll see. Uh, only experts could help this woman. The the way the way that she was uh, muttering to herself. Audrey, your final word. Then I'm going to go back to Tom. There for the grace, there go I. He should be careful. I, I, I do agree with that. I okay. do I do agree with that, Audrey. But by the grace of God, uh, it could be one of us. Yes. It could be one of us. Audrey, thank you for the call. Tom in Boston, you have the final say on this before I move to the next caller. Uh, yeah, yeah, uh, Dominic. Yeah, yeah, we should pray for the woman, the poor woman. I, I feel bad for her. But, Dom, um, can I say something about Santos? Go right ahead. Uh I say God bless Santos. I don't care if he lied. As far as I'm concerned, Barack Obama is a, is a congenital liar, and and, uh, and and President Obama is a is a pathological liar. So I, this this guy should be this Santos should be put in office. As far as I'm concerned, okay. thank you very much, well, Tom. Tom, uh, thank you for the call. And Tom went there, so let's go ahead and do it uh, on Capitol Hill. On Capitol Hill, on Capitol Hill, uh, Congressman Santos twice told reporters, I will not, when asked if he would give up his seat. But uh, yesterday, Nassau County Republicans, there were about 20 of them on stage, blasted Santos. 
Folks, the reality is, I will continue to say it, he may not realize it yet, but he is a, politically, he is a dead man walking. The only reason why McCarthy is standing by him, they would have already have made him walk the plank. The only reason why they're standing by him is McCarthy desperately needs his vote, votes on the issues. Yes, plural. And so uh, I want you to listen uh, first to uh, the Nassau County Chair Joseph Cairo in terms of what he had to say about Mr. Santos. George Santos's campaign last year was a campaign of deceit, lies, and fabrication. He deceived the voters of the 3rd Congressional District. He deceived the members of the Nassau County Republican Committee, elected officials, his colleagues, candidates, his opponents, and even some of the media. Representative, that is Congressman Anthony D. Esposito, became the first of Santos House GOP colleagues. We see all the calls on the homeless woman. I promise we're going to go back to that. And we also have our Carter's Cares uh, segment to call directly for Santos to step down. Nassau County Executive Bruce Blakeman says his office, as well as the other officials, said they will not deal with Santos at all. This is State Senator Jack Martins. It is probably impossible for us to get someone who has no shame to do what is right. But here we stand united in sending a message that until he is removed by one way or another, we will move forward. We will continue to perform our services and our responsibilities as elected officials here in Nassau County. We will continue to represent the residents and citizens of Nassau County, and we will continue to do the people's work. But it will not include Santos. And if you listen carefully to what Martins had to say by one way or another, translation, we are waiting for him to be indicted. Now, that is guaranteed at this point. It doesn't mean uh, that Santos is going to step down, but he he is going to be in all likelihood indicted. Before I take a break, I want you to listen also to the town supervisor of North Hempstead, Jen Decina. Today, I'm calling on George Santos to immediately resign from Congress for the 3rd District. The lies George Santos told are too numerous to count. So... We are going to take a break. When we come back, our Carter Care segment, wait until you hear. that This is right along the lines of the uh, business owner. Wait until you hear what a fed-up uh, Brooklyn Deli owner is doing as it relates to kids stealing from his store. We're going to have that and more of your telephone calls when we come back. W-A-B-C. Handling legal matters is stressful. So let the law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. provide you with the insightful counsel you deserve. The law offices of Frank Bruno Jr. has successfully handled thousands of cases for 25 plus years. They focus on elder law and estate planning, but are equipped to navigate you through all stages of family law and divorce to real estate law and probate. The law offices of Frank Bruno. Call 718-418-5000 or visit them at frankbrunolaw.com. That's Frank Bruno. Law.com. Frank Bruno. He's your numero uno. Highlighting stories that hit close to home from your borough to your dinner table. This is Carter Cares. Imagine how this man feels. Imagine how he feels. A fed up Brooklyn deli owner has come up with a new way. He's been forced to come up with a new way to stop teenagers from repeatedly shoplifting at his popular Park Slope store, public shaming. Some of you may say, oh, Dominic, they're only kids. They're only kids. The owner of Green Olives Deli and Grilled Juice Bar on 7th Avenue in Park Slope, Brooklyn, he is going to be displaying a Thieves of the Week video behind the counter, hoping it discourages a troublesome group of local high school girls from robbing him blind. 
in the video, you see the girls walk into the store and literally walk up to this man's merchandise and put it in their pockets and look at him like, what? What are you going to do about it? And then they eventually walk out without paying. So when we're looking at societal issues, we have to also look at the impact on people. Let's go to Lamar in Manhattan. Good morning, Lamar. What's on your mind? Uh, good morning, Mr. Carter. So good to hear you. I just want to ask everybody within the sound of my voice, can we please talk like adults here? We live in a country today where members, bona fide members of the once most vaunted, prestigious law enforcement agency in this country, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, special agents of that entity were prepared to commit perjury under oath and in did fact in the, in fact lying under oath in order to do injury at the FISA courts to President Donald John Trump, the greatest president of our lifetime. There is no longer any presumption of integrity or honesty in the system. The system is broken. Mr. Santos should be left alone. No, 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 Lamar on that one you're wrong. And I, I, so I see Alan Yonkers says Santos should not resign. Folks, this is not partisan politics. This is someone that is a pathological liar. This goes much deeper than, I mean, it, by all indications, he's a scam artist. You can't have somebody like that in Congress. And you know what, Al? So, so please tell me. You just heard what I had to say. How could you have somebody like you know, just like I know that if McCarthy didn't just have a four-point uh, 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 margin in terms of his members, there's no way in hell that he would be in Congress. McCarthy would have said he's got to go. So, you tell me why he should stay. He should stay because, like you had pointed out in the case in San Francisco. You know, the art gallery owner, he has bills to pay. Uh, he has to. Oh, okay, but please, you know, I'm short on time. Focus on has, Santos. No, he should stay because the likelihood is that he will be indicted. So if he resigns, he doesn't have a job. He doesn't. He has to pay these lawyers. These lawyers are expensive. Uh, he wasn't uh, elected so, by the Republican district leaders. He so was Al, elected by the majority in so the congressional Al, so district. Al, so continue to screw the people? I mean, I, I, I hear you. You're right. Yeah. He, he I mean, will. He will. He will have legal bills. There's no doubt. He's yeah. going to be indicted. The only question is who goes first, and and <laughs> yeah. and, and, and they're going to cut him into uh, pieces uh, I know. Po- politically. But I I just don't understand. But thank you for the call, Al. Thank I you. don't understand how people can still support this guy. The Republican establishment in Nassau County says he's got to go. More than 20 officials came together uh, yesterday to say, no, he's got to go. Let's go to uh, Patricia in Westchester County, I believe. Good morning, Patricia. What's on your mind? Oh, the same thing. He's got to go, dude. He's got to go. I mean, you lie, you lie. Get out. Okay. Now, it says here on my screen that you have a different opinion on the homeless person incident. Well, I do because I agree with the business owner because you own a business. And you have a homeless person outside all the time. Listen, I see the homeless all the time and everything. But if you have somebody and you're running a business, it's already hard enough to run a business here in New York with everything. And to put everything on top of that, how do you still run a business? Right. And and that's my point, Patricia. How do you run a business? I'm moving quickly, Patricia, because I'm short on time. Let me go to John in Nevada. John, you've got to be quick. Go right ahead, please. Hey, Dominic. The cities used to have loitering laws. Yeah, they also used to have shoplifting laws. And? Well, uh, yeah, those laws were getting rid of because they were discriminately applied to minorities and gays. Okay. All right. Not, not wait, wait, John. Not not this morning, please. I I I was trying to have this discussion and leave race out of it. At the end of the day, it's a homeless woman uh, that was muttering to herself, sitting there on the sidewalk, and the uh, business owner of the art gallery uh, sprayed her with the water. He says that he's tried to help her before. That she's been taken away, brought back. He calls the police. The police say they can't do anything. In other words, it's his problem and his family that needs to uh pay their mortgage and their bills he's on the hook 
to deal with this homeless individual. I'm joined now by uh, Frank Morano, the other side of midnight. Good morning to you, sir. Hello, Dominic. What do you have coming up? Action Pack Show. Uh, for the first hour of the program, we are assembling a panel of congressional alumni. We have Democratic former Congressman Anthony Weiner. We have sort of liberal Republican Congressman David Jolly and conservative former Republican Congressman Tom Tancredo. We're going to analyze the recent speaker election and what it means for the next two years. Uh, we're going to talk UAPs and UFOs with a Harvard PA. PhD, a very serious person, not a sci-fi writer or anything like that. Uh, we're going to analyze why whales keep watching up on the beaches of Atlantic City, and then we'll check in with the news of the day with uh, Brian Kilmeade and get his picks for the uh, football playoffs. When does Brian sleep? <laughs> you got me, my friend. I'm tired just looking at his schedule. I can't imagine what he goes through. So, um, you know, we haven't had a chance to talk about this. Mm. The uh, store, the, the gallery owner in San Francisco sure. sprayed the homeless woman. Uh, what do you think? Look, I, I empathize with a lot of the uh, the thoughts that people have had. You know, uh, I think it was David in the Bronx who said, you know, there should be, the city of San Francisco should be doing something about this. And uh, look, I, I don't blame the business owner for snapping, but I think at some point you still have to treat people with a level of human dignity. And when you're hosing them out of uh, out of the way, I mean, you're not doing that. I, I don't know what the solution is. I don't have a solution. It's tough. It's a shame. You know, the thing I don't understand about San Francisco is how they can have this many homeless people and still it costs a fortune to to live there. It's just it's amazing to me. It's sort of the the best of times and the worst of times. New York might be heading in that direction, too. It, it's a tough situation. And we'll see how this uh, follow, how it plays out. Hopefully they will get this woman some help if that's possible. Mm -hmm. You know, no no one should live like that. Dominic Carter saying, folks, thank you. I apologize to the calls we didn't get to. Frank Morano and the other side of Midnight is coming up right now. Hemorrhoids can be a real pain in the butt, causing anal itching and burning and irritation. Get fast relief with all natural, doctor-developed and tested Anacool. Buy Anacool, A-N-A-C-O-O-L, on Amazon right now and save 15% with code WABC2024.